Just want to let you all know that if you're new to the podcast, please, if you like the podcast, please rate and review us on on whatever platform you're listening on. It really helps with uh, getting more (laughs) listeners and and subscribers our way. And um, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe. You know, Um, I do want to mention, uh, hey, Nikki and I uh, did a little, uh, you know, we did, we recorded a few years ago, we recorded... Uh, a song a week uh, for live, a whole year, for 52, a whole year, and some of those 50, songs. So we had fifty-two songs. By yeah, the end and of the some year. of them uh, during the holidays, we recorded some Christmas tunes, and we'll be. You can we we have yeah, those wanna, those that that is available as a, a Christmas holiday EP right now. You can listen to it on on Spotify or or iTunes or Apple or Music you can, or, or, you can, or you can you can download it for purchase on Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, that'd be maxandnicky.bandcamp.com. What's or you it can called? just listen on SoundCloud or not as not on SoundCloud. Um, it's called Max and Nikki's Christmas album. Lovely. And yeah. uh, you got White Christmas on there in the vein of the Drifters, so it's a doo-wop version. You got a song by our sister Laura Weinbach that we performed called I'm Not Really in the Christmas Mood This Year. Um, I'll be home for Christmas and, and have, yourself have yourself a merry little Christmas. Christmas. And we do it in that unique Max and Nikki way. So you'll be hearing some harmonies there. Um, I love it. Is, is there any whistling? There is definitely there some is. whistling on. Have yourself, have yourself a merry little, little Christmas, Christmas, I believe. <laughs> Wait, is there? I don't know. It's worth Maybe. listening to the whole album just for the, for well, the whistling. We, we do have uh, also, as we said, we have Max and Nikki's top 40, which was part of that, the 52 weeks of. Of recording but, and we have whistling on that if you want to check that out as well so. but and one more thing to promote sorry a lot of shameless self-promotion <laughs> we're, we're eating through the tape guys but we are real quick we have we also if you're thinking about last minute christmas presents we have a max and nikki t-shirt for sale you can go oh. find that on max okay is it holiday themed or no it's not no, it's no, year-round so you can wear it year-round <laughs> year cool. yeah. sweet All right. Well, okay. So here, uh, hey, how's it going? This is episode two. Hey. Uh, oh, 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 reset oh. of splitting hairs, or is that the intro? Or no? Well, uh, <laughs> sure, we could do that, or we could just do like, well, the way we usually do it. Hey, everybody, so welcome it, it back. Help, it helps with editing to <laughs> say welcome back to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max, Nikki, and Nikon. Um, just this perfect. is all going in the. This is all going in the episode. I think it should. This is yeah. good stuff. Well, we're we're learning how to introduce this podcast. This yeah, new, this the uh, reset. Cur- introduce the, the, the reset. Of the reset of the podcast. So exactly. So anyway, welcome. so that's uh, it. That's that's how we're going to do it every it. week. <laughs> yes, every everything week. we just said up until this point <laughs> yeah. is how we'll introduce it, <laughs> and then it begins, and then it begins. Yeah. Um, Cue so the music. memorize those lines. Yeah. Oh well, well now we have the caption, so we can study over the course of the week. It's great. Um, on today's <laughs> episode, uh, and this is a, a topic that Nikon had originally suggested, is wow. the, the fallacy of the Beatles versus the Rolling Stones. Wow, this well, is. Let's, I'm looking wow. at the closed captioning on this. It is pretty yeah. good. I gotta it? say. Well, it's <laughs> See, this is the distraction. I was no, I know, about. but I'm just saying it's taking into account. It, it'll. It'll the, um, process something and then it'll change it. Actually, it, oh, almost like it's it's 
it's like, oh, wait, that's not what it said. Uh, that's not what he said. It's actually this. And it, it changes it. That's I'm sorry, that neat. has nothing to do with the Beatles nor the Rolling Stones. Well, well it was, yeah. So, okay. So let me. Or the fallacy. No, it said Beatles. Well, Beatles, not Beatles. Uh, anyway, sorry. But before we get into context. it. Yeah. So give us some context. I was, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the Disney documentary series on the Beatles. Get back. Definitely have. Most watched certainly it. have. Hey, we watched it amazing. last Thanksgiving uh, time this year. Yeah. I, I think mean, last year. I think it's pretty cool. I, 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 have, I mean, personally, I love it. No, I know a lot of people think it's hold amazing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just, uh, Max speaks for himself because I loved it too. Well, uh, no, right. look, check it out. And I, 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 uh, there is no shortage. Where, wait. How do I say this? I could keep watching Beatles footage no. nonstop. Don't don't yeah. get forever. I, you know, I, I love. Like, I will always be interested. I love and just w- watching them struggle through it and like sure. discover these songs that become just like some of the great songs of, get of music no. history. You don't, know? Get, well, there's don't. so much about the documentary that is to love. I love um, just how you do see how Paul is struggling. To keep this band together, really. Keep the band together. And um, you, you see him tear, he, him and Ringo tear up at certain points when, I th- I can't remember which one of them says, when, when George and, and John are both not there, and he's like, and then there were two. Yeah. Know? And oh, he's wow, like, they're tearing up. And, um, and, and, you know, Paul, and they're all really young still. They're all in their 20s still. And, yeah, it's kind of crazy and, to think about. I mean, about. George is only like 25 or 26. Um, it's very young. And Paul, while he's struggling to keep the band together, he also is not quite good at picking the right words to say to like George, you know, to not upset him or... Or to not Some come across that. as a little bit of a, a Some of jerk. those dynamics were so great. No, like I think when that's George really drops interesting. I mean mine, and they're like, yeah, that'll that'll end up on the album. <laughs> and then it's like one of my favorite songs. You know? Well, it's funny. It was it was it, it is one of my favorite songs in the album, too. And but it just wasn't rehearsed at the time, you know. I mean Right, no, of course. But it's just like funny. They're just like shitting on George. Like, yeah, whatever, George. But there's Fine. also well, but this what's also as cool is that that one part where where Paul's first playing Long and Winding Road and everybody just is quiet and watching yeah. him play. And you're like, they, all of them are thinking at the time, wow, this is a beautiful song. Well, you know? I think my favorite moment of the entire thing, like, I don't remember, like one of the suits is just like chattering it up with with Ringo. And Paul's just like, he's not even playing a real, like one of the songs. He's just like fiddling around on the piano. And Ringo is just not even paying attention to the suit. And he just like interrupts the guy and he's like, I could just watch him do that all day. And it's like, <laughs> my, I could, my just, watch him, I right could just watch him do that all day. Yeah. My, my oh, favorite part is when, you know, uh, is Ringo is, he's waiting for everyone to show up except Paul, I think is already there. And he's waiting with two other guys that are sitting next to him and they're sitting on the ground. And Ringo goes, I just farted. No, he just, I just wanted to let you I just all know to that know. I farted. No, he didn't. He goes, I just farted. I, I wasn't going to say anything, but I just figured I should let you know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I know Max and I were cracking yeah. up at that part. It's the funniest part of the whole well, thing. Well, I, I, I also, I, lo- I loved seeing their personalities and like how funny they, like John is just a, like, he's so funny. He's like, so like sassy and just like, but he's, also he's I think to, but to a detriment sometimes to, to accomplishing things. 
Yeah, sure. oh, of course. It, it seems like he's. It seems like Paul was kind of giving into that, and he he had fun with that. But I think Paul really wanted to get down to brass tacks and wanted to work. Sure. Whereas, like, but at the same time, I think part of it was also them waiting for. Glenn Johns to set things up actually in the right. engineer. <laughs> yeah, a lot of I it think was that, just them messing around. Yeah. Yeah, I think here's the thing. The reason I think it's pretty cool is look, I can watch Beatles stuff all day. I, I love watching it. I love, you know, delving into but the mythology of it all. There's as as if there's a trove of Beatles stuff. There isn't. You know, there other is. than like the stuff other than the stuff that like, you know, was produced for, you know, public consumption. The cool thing about this is that you're seeing them Yes. Okay. In this format. Okay. But no, like, what, what I'm saying is, as a documentary, though, um, it's not like Peter Jackson. He didn't shoot this. You know, no. it was shot beforehand. Sure. He had to. Com- he had to. You know, trim it down to. There was a hundreds of hours of, of right. footage. I would love to see all of that. Actually, personally. sure. Yeah, I would too. Um, yeah. The well, thing about it is, it was more than that. He had to, he had to like use all this technology to whatever colorize it. And yeah, like, and that's really know. cool. And it's it's great to see all this footage. But I keep thinking in my head, um, is he trimming it down into a narrative that suits what he want, like his narrative, and also he has to get the okay of the living members and you know the estates of sure. the the. the the members that aren't living anymore to make sure, okay, they're okay with this coming out, you know? And so I feel like anyone's assumptions about, um, oh, it was really like this because we just saw this in the documentary. I always feel like I'm always thinking, no, that's just the way Peter Jackson is portraying it in this sure. documentary. And I, feel I like think people, he did a, I a think pretty he, serviceable job at representing so the too. way it was though, you know? And it's also maybe like you can, we don't you can know be cynical actually. and poke holes in it, but it's like, listen, I mean, I think you know, one thing that he did do was like though the duration of those shots was or like just the scenes in general was long enough where you really felt that you know, maybe there were entire scenes sure. where they were just yelling at each other. Yeah. Make sure maybe he cut that out. I, I honestly I don't really care because <laughs> in my like I didn't even see much of a narrative other than like why don't, wouldn't it be cool to be on the fly and uh, be a fly on the wall watching these legends just exist? And we're again, talking about Dana Carvey this, and David Spade at this point, well, okay. right? Okay, here's here's a, here's an example of something that I know that they. I'm not sure that they shot it in the actual Let It Be documentary originally, but the um, I know Canadian television had an interview during that time with John Lennon, and he was visibly not feeling that well. And this is a part of the reason why it seems like he's out of it sometimes when he's playing or he's just not totally into wanting to record is because he did heroin the night before. And like he, Ugh. and he, well, and yeah, some, I mean, some people, cameras on him. Yeah, I know, so like, but I there were know. cameras on him during this Canadian interview that you can see sure. on YouTube actually. And the story goes, I don't, this is also hearsay at this point afterwards, but during an interview, during their session, he said something to the effect of, boys, I, sh- I took something last night I probably shouldn't have taken or something like that. Sure. And so I feel like people thinking, oh, John Lennon just seems like he's on his way out of the band. Part of that feeling, though, is actually probably because he just did heroin the night beforehand, actually. Sure. Um, 
And I mean, can I, can we, can we, um, for sure validate that he did that that the night before? Uh, I mean, I'm not sure. I, I think there are people that talk about that. Yeah, he probably well, did. Well, we also right. have to consider the fact that this is released on Disney Plus. But, um, well, regardless of that, regardless sure. of that, this, it doesn't claim to be some kind of incisive piece of journalism or okay, trying to yes. get to the bottom I guess my, of I guess my problem is people. Well, the thing is, I, my problem uh, with it is people's interpretations after the fact. They, yeah, I mean, well, so for me, again, for me, it was just like, this is really rad to watch them sure. uh, again, especially to watch them struggle to sure. find to uh, these songs that to us are very obvious, you know, the masterpieces or whatever, but right. they're obvious because we've heard them a thousand times. And it's so obvious that this is how let it be goes. This right. is well, he's, like, obviously that's what, and he's like trying to figure it out. And you're like, ah. Oh, He's so close, but it's, it's so different. I felt that way when George was trying to figure out something. Yeah. And, and you're like, he's saying the wrong lyrics. And you're like, no, it's the, these are the lyrics. <laughs> Say this. Right. And you're like, yeah, yeah. he's going to come up. I, I, that's, that was so cool, actually. You're, yeah. to, you're right. It was very rad. No, um, look, yeah. don't get me wrong. It is rad to see <laughs> footage of the Beatles so- doing that. I, I think yeah. that too. But what I mean is like, as a... I don't know. It, it's, Max is being overcritical, I think. I think you're overthinking it. <laughs> it's not that. It's just, Also, okay. here, here's the thing. You know, my favorite, some of my favorite parts of it were just the rooftop concert. And even though we watched them perform the same songs a few times each, I was like totally down to watch them perform a few times each, you know? Of course, yeah. Um, it was just that fascinating, you know? Um, I, mean, I will say I did draw some interpretations as far as... Um, how to perceive Yoko Ono in that I was, situation That was goes. the one thing See, I wanted to This is to, what I'm talking about. Go ahead, Nikki. And, Go ahead. And for yeah. me, it just made her look worse, actually. I know... I, yeah, keep going. I, I'm curious. Some, yeah, yeah, a lot going. of people thought it kind of redeemed her sort of being there, but for me, it made her look more here's, annoying. And, here's my and, interpretation and, and, of what a, you're just saying. More of a distraction. Here's, what, here's my interpretation of what you're saying. To me... Her presence was very grating and yes. obnoxious. And very she's like, agree. I have an idea. And we're like, what, uh, who the fuck cares about your idea? And like, she would say it. And, and with the part that I think was redeeming was that nobody else in the band or nobody in the band was as resentful as I in the audience was. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yeah, okay, you know, yeah. Yoko talk. That's John's girl. Whatever. She's cool. Like nobody was bothered by her in the band. Uh, I, I don't know. I think maybe because there were cameras on them, they didn't express. Maybe. maybe. Here's actually, maybe there wasn't an eye roll. There wasn't an eye. Like, you know, you you roll your eye at least. Like if somebody says something stupid, but like like there was like a close up before of the uh, office. uh, There was a close up of Yoko trying to give John a piece of gum and he's talking to somebody else, and he keeps she keeps trying to put it in his hand. Yeah, I'm like, right. quit it. He doesn't need this right now. Stop trying to bother <laughs> exactly. him. He's talking to somebody else. Exactly. But here's the thing. You're annoyed, but John isn't annoyed. Right? <laughs> Maybe you're right. Here, yeah. Here's, here's yeah. the thing. Um, yeah, man, it's totally thing. okay. I, I, I think some of them were kind of annoyed. They didn't express it in the video. Reason being is I have listened to not just, I haven't just watched video footage that exists, but I've listened to audio footage, audio, um, 
audio that exists of that those recordings and the time spent in that studio. And there was a meeting that they had at one point where Paul and Linda's happens to be there and George is there and a few yeah. others. And George, I think George is expressing some dissatisfaction that, that Yoko's there. And actually Linda is expressing dissatisfaction. She's like, she keeps inserting her, her opinions <laughs> yeah. in it. And Paul, though, is the one that is kind of the voice of reason. He's like, yeah, but, you know, he, he's just in love, you know. He's just in love. Yeah. Who are we to see? He's like, yeah, maybe she's kind of inserting stuff, but, you know, it's okay. I don't mind, you know. And I'm yeah. like, and that goes against, I already knew that that already went against people's perception of Paul being the tyrannical, sure. you know, person in this thing. Because it sounded like, oh, what a good guy. He's actually, he totally. recognizes like, oh, he's just, this this is like the first couple, first year that he's, he yeah. knows Yoko. I mean, he's just totally in love right now, or he's just smitten. And he's like, that is understandable. I understand that. Um, so it didn't really change my perception of Yoko. It already just kind of, um, I already kind of understood that to be the thing already at that point. Well, you know? Anyway, yeah. regardless, because we should actually move on to the topic. So yes, at hand. Yeah, the, the purpose the, of this the, is not the, to talk about the Beatles. We can all agree that we enjoyed the documentary, and it was it's just well, we really can all agree fun. that it was rad. Sure. Yes. <laughs> um, I also want to say, if anybody's viewing this, um, the video footage of this, uh, forgive my uh, choppiness on my end um, for something. Yeah, you're a little, still a little choppy, but it's not terrible. Yeah, no, exactly. Oh. Forgive my choppiness. Sorry, just one note, one last note on oh, Yoko. Max. Just to disagree with you guys on it. <laughs> Um, this is called I splitting hairs. For I, personally don't hairs I personally don't necessarily think that Yoko was interrupting anything in the recording process, though. Actually, it seemed oh, like she didn't like whenever, stop a take or anything. Well, no, but, like, but also it didn't seem like, like she was giving. She just kind of did stuff when they had downtime, actually, because they. It seemed like a lot of times they were waiting for. Again, they were waiting for Glenn Johns to get things set up. Yeah, but she right. did seem grating, though, did she not? <laughs> and maybe, again, maybe in the context of a documentary where you just like want to watch these legends do their legendary stuff. Sure. In that context, it's grating. But in the like, if they're spending seven hours together straight, just like sitting around on those chairs waiting for the recordist to like be ready, you know, like yeah, I hate these whatever. people that think like. Oh, what Yoko was doing was genius. I'm like, no, no, stop no. Trying to be different. No, I think actually, think I, and what I did like about the documentary is they kind of highlighted the fact that it wasn't genius by um, Linda's daughter doing the same thing. Heather, Heather, Heather. McCarty. She kind of goes ah in the and John's the like, mic, and John's Yoko. like, Yoko, look, <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if um, anything, it's cooler that Heather's doing it because it comes from a more genuine place of it, you know. Of course. Right. Um, yeah. Sure. Anyway. Anyway. Well, so okay. So I was saying. So well, the, I was saying, I'm I'm trying to recommend this movie to my buddy a couple weeks ago, <laughs> and he's like. Oh, I, I don't like the Beatles. And I'm, uh, I'm like, what? Like that alone, I was like, that doesn't make, like, I don't know. Like I get, like, they're not your favorite band or whatever, but like, how do you just, how do you not like the Beatles? I mean, it's like saying you don't out. like rock Get them out of here. Get them out of here. <laughs> get the says, hook. Get the hook. And then he says, and then he says, yeah, you know, growing up, my dad was a Stones guy. Ugh. And so, you know. And I was like, uh, no, like, what's, what's, the rest, <laughs> what's the rest of that thought? And like, you know, I knew what he meant because at some point, like during, like as these two bands were becoming very, very famous, apparently you were either a Stones guy or a Beatles guy. 
I don't think that was a thing necessarily in the sixties though. I feel like maybe that was, well, maybe, was that no? a thing? I feel like it's I, not I, like a, it's not I like a Smiths and Cure kind of thing. most people <laughs> recognize though. I feel like that came later on. People decided Especially to at the that. time, like how much most people on? have to I don't recognize. Know. Maybe I'm incorrect. I, maybe most I'm incorrect. people have to recognize how much more diverse the Beatles catalog is than Rolling Stones catalog. But before we get really into it, oh, before I did want to, I did just want to touch up on wait, so just how 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 was your Thanksgiving? Well, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, let's I mean, talk about. Let's not talk too much about it, but just. You know, no, you're in California right now, right, Nico? Uh, yeah, I'm in California um, at, my at my parents' place. Um, they say hello to both of you. Oh, okay. um, we hello. say hello we back. We say hello back. Yes. Along um, with uh, Katayune as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's not here, but I'm sure she would say hello if Wait, she Did were. she celebrate with you? She did, she did. Okay. We were, yeah, we went to our aunt's place in oh, cool. Napa, which was very nice. Ooh, and, fun. Uh, yeah, it was nice. It was good. It was a good Thanksgiving. Oh, awesome. By you guys. What'd you guys do? It was just the two of us. Just the two of us. I mean, we got on Zoom with the family, but that's nice. They're actually celebrating tomorrow because so my sister. Not worth explaining. Not worth totally explaining, but they're going to celebrate their Thanksgiving tomorrow. Actually, okay. Uh, but so we did get my on sister Zoom with them, nevertheless. Thanksgiving Day with her husband's family. Anyway, um, gotcha. Max yeah. and I we cooked a bunch of stuff. Just the two of us. Um, and it was pretty neat, you know. Max cooked his famous raspberry tart. Well, I didn't cook it; I baked. He baked it rather. I, I made some. We we made some stuffing. Uh, you know, uh, we got some macaroni and cheese there. Some rotisserie chicken. We didn't get a whole turkey. We didn't for the make two of us. the rotisserie. Yeah, we just got it from sense. Whole Foods. But <laughs> it's already made. It's good. Got some yeah, pumpkin pie, wrong, yeah. and um, you know, we got Lovely. some pumpkin pie. Oh man, Whole Foods pumpkin pie. It's the best. It's the best. Whole Foods, not if you feel like guy. you want to sponsor us at one point. Wait, or do you not like pumpkin pie? <laughs> I don't like pie in I mean, I don't dislike it. It's just... Um, do you like cake? I it, it, Sometimes. Do you, you like know, sweets? I have to be in the mood. Do you like sweets? I'm not a huge sweets person. Wait, did uh, we talk about this before? I think you said this before to us, but... I might have. You know, I might have. It's it's Wait, one of my one of my stranger qualities. There was a, I, there's a cake at, at Kat's wedding... I did eat. I did eat some of that. If I'm, you know, if I've been drinking, and, and I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I kept telling people, I know you must be. If full, you've been drinking, it changes this, whether or not you like cake. I remember thinking <laughs> this is really good, especially for a wedding cake. You guys yeah. all have to eat this because no, it was very good, um, and it was because wedding cakes are often not good. That's but that true. one was good. Yeah, it's it's all about how they look and not really right uh, because about anything else. I think probably part of it is it, because. When things get bigger in size, it's harder to make them maintain taste, quality. Maintain yeah. quality, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, we all had some good Thanksgiving. Yeah, raspberry yeah. tart I made is good. On with on with the <laughs> topic at hand. Oh no, um, but and, topic and, at hand. and I made some whipped cream too. I mean, it's not hard <laughs> to do that, but no, you made it from scratch, so that's nice. I, well, I you just like get heavy it. heavy whip. You sure, just yeah, get heavy you cream, and it. then you yeah. put it in add a food processor. You, yeah. Right. Well, I didn't add sugar because oh, you didn't add sugar because the, the we used it with the tart, and the tart was already sweet enough. So you just you pair it together, and you don't need it. Molto bene. <laughs> that's good. That's perfect. Hey, um, so uh, now the topic at hand: the fallacy of Beatles versus Rolling Stones. Who wants to take what position? Um. Okay. Let. Let's just start off by saying I think all three of us can agree that we don't think there's even a contest. We all prefer the Beatles, right? We here's what I here's what bugs me about it. I I take offense to even having to to choose. Like 
I don't like, I guess I technically like more Beatles songs than Rolling Stone songs, but like, it's an annoying position to be put in to have to say that I, I like this art more than this other art. Like, why are we rating? Why are we rating stuff like that? Okay. I agree with you in the sense that I think award shows are kind of BS. Why are we pitting art against each other? But I, I'll quote uh, Paul McCartney and Max, if you'll join join me on this. You know, the Rolling Stones is sort of a blues cover band, you know. He says that. He said that on Howard Stern. And oh man, he's that's totally good. right about it. You know, well, I think like, he's, he's teasing them. But so them. is Led Zeppelin. I mean, yeah, he's teasing. He's right? teasing them. Like, and not all their songs. I mean, Paint It Black is, you know. There's some... Great song. Okay, anyway, little helper. There's like a thousand. There, not a thousand, but well. Okay. I mean. We're, okay. Well. Okay. We're so only have four and a half minutes left yeah, on this. Yeah. Just. On yeah. Just okay. In about yeah. a couple minutes after we've decided yeah. who's the judge. Okay. Hey, sure, look. Yeah, I'll yeah. I'll play the judge. Oh, you'll play the judge. Or do you want to play the judge? No, I think I'll play the judge. Okay. Okay. I'll play nice. the judge. I think. I, like it. I think I. I I think I can be a little bit more amenable on this than Nikki on. I okay. Think well, no, but stringent. I think. Okay. So who's taking the side of the Rolling Stones then? Oh. Yeah, it's interesting. Be- I would like you to just for the exercise of it. Just interesting. Ex- interesting. This is why. This is why I think Max okay, would maybe be better at taking it. the side of the Rolling Stones than I would. Well, okay. Why don't we do that? Actually, here's the problem: is um, I feel like maybe Nikon, you might be more familiar with their whole catalog than than I am. Maybe. I mean, but Max, you might be more, more fair. But I'm not like especially okay because my main critique is that they keep playing, they keep making records, and they all. They don't suck, but it's like, all right, like okay. Here's another. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll be the Rolling, the Rolling Stones. I'll Great. do the Rolling Stones. I'll be the Rolling Stones. I'll be okay. the judge, and Nikon is is the part of the Beatles. Now, at any point, we can, you know, oh, of course, vouch for the no, other side. Obviously, yeah. Again, the, the rules are loose. Law. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I don't have a gavel like you had, so oh, I'm gonna sh- yeah, use I left my, my phone. gavel in New York. All right, perfect or something. Um, I'm um, gonna use my microphone. All right. Um, so we've decided the judges, um, and we are back. And we are back, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, we are listening to Splitting Hairs with Max, Nikki, and Nikon. Weird That's me. Weird and, just weird and wild stuff. I We're talking about the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. You know, weird and wild stuff. It's weird and wild stuff. Um, you know, I saw, I saw our... our <laughs> I saw my good friend uh, Ed Shaughnessy and Doc Severinsen walking down the sidewalk the other night, and, uh, you know, Doc Severinsen was wearing this groovy new little number. It was this groovy new little coat he was wearing. It was the sequined outfit, and I have to say he looked quite cute in it. Let's just say the drink I was drinking last night wasn't the only thing that was stiff that night. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's good stuff. Um, so where were and- we? So who's what? So uh, I am so the judge. Okay. Uh, Nikon, you're playing the Beatles. I'm, I'm, the, <laughs> you're, I'm the, you're Beatles. the Beatles. I'm the Beatles. And uh, Max is the Rolling Stones. And so let me, yeah. So again, it's it's fluid. We're all gonna we're all gonna switch <laughs> switch things here. Sure, definitely. Uh, um, but yeah, I will say, you know, as as the Beatles guy. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Just Stones, begin it. Start it off. Very talented, you know. Um, did a great job at, uh, at at making that sound that they made, and they're 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 amazing. But like, I don't know. I would just like to. 
to me, they, they seem like more of a corporation at, at this point. They're a blues than, cover band. But, but like all they're doing is just touring the world, making their hundreds of millions of dollars, just playing the same, I don't know, uh, 50 songs, let's say. Um, and, and not, and like, not, and again, again, like it should go without saying they're, they're very talented, more talented than I'll ever be, whatever. But like, don't it's sell just, yourself short as the judge. I'm telling you, don't sell yourself short. And <laughs> since the hesitation there, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I don't know. It's, there's something about, there's something about who they are today that kind of, ruins their legacy for me. In, interesting. In well, interesting. would you... Well, okay, as a judge, I would say... No, no. Would you not say that... You can't... Okay, you're not sorry. the judge. I'm offering the no, counterpoint. No, 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 right, right, right. You can say the well, same thing. You should say that about Paul McCartney then. Well, so I was going to say, can't you say that same thing about Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr? I mean, Paul is... Like, for instance... Yes, they're playing these songs over again, but that's because that's what people want to hear when they're going to see the Rolling Stones, right? Yeah. Um, same with yeah. Paul McCartney, and he'll play some new stuff every now and then, but I think he recognizes it. Same with any act that's older. Billy no, Joel even true. recognizes that. We saw Billy Joel at AT&T Park a few years back in, in San Francisco, and he played, you know, all the hits, and sure. it was great. Well, we wanted well, to see him play the I've hits. seen Paul McCartney live twice, and two of the best concerts I've ever been to. But I've seen him twice too. I will yeah, say no. this, Max. He's he's playing a good amount of Beatles songs, but he's also playing a good amount of Paul McCartney Wing and, and Wings kind of songs yeah. or just Paul McCartney songs. And you know? I guess, no, That's I mean, true. You're I mean right. he does have like, Wings. Better, he has the, yeah, it's better to play the songs that people want to hear. Of course, of course. I'm not saying don't do that. I guess I guess part of part of what bugs me is that they keep, as I said, they keep putting out these albums and they're not... I don't know. I don't know. Do we need to hear? Do we need to hear these songs? Like, do, these new, well, again, Paul McCartney puts out new albums. Do you think that they are no worthy of listening? We're talking I mean, about the Beatles. We're not talking about the individuals. <laughs> That's true. Jagger well, it's a little impossible because. So you're saying the Rolling Stones should just break up? Is that what you're saying? I'm because, not saying that. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it. There's something annoying about it. There's something like un. There's something just so like obviously corporate and capitalist about the operation. Look, well, you know about the whole backstory about, um, I will ag- go ahead. Know, the whole you. backstory about, and I should say, them I'm not owning like the rights to the, uh, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger owning the rights to I, bittersweet symphony for a long time. And basically the lead singer by the verb, yeah. of, by the verb, of yeah. bittersweet symphony who wrote the song he did not receive a dime of royalties for until very recently. Really? And that yeah, song because, is everywhere. And I know, and it's that's it's whew. due to this whole thing that Mick Jagger and Keith Richards it, it's just so lame of them that they were they they were gathering royalties from this song that they really had very little to do with. Well, essentially what, I mean, to, what happened was the the arrangement of the song, so, that's a sample. Or or it might be the actual melody of the um, the singing. I forgot which part is, 
but that is a it's very similar to the arrangement of one of their songs. Oh, so it's not even a sample or anything? Ugh. Well, no, me... it's not. It's not a sample. <laughs> it's, not a sample. It's, it's it's similar sounding to not the actual melody of their song, but the arrangement of one of their songs, which, which they didn't write. Which they didn't write actually. What? Um, and anyway. but also that song was something that they kind of ripped off from the, yeah, the but, Staple Sisters. Okay, I agree. In theory, <laughs> what song? But, what song was? What song was it? What Stone song? I don't remember. I want to say I can't remember. Um, Night is in the. There's something. Some something, shitty song that nobody even likes. Probably. No, no. It's it's. Here's well, the thing. Some I, I listen to it. That I probably I don't listen like. to it back to back, and I, can I, s- I should also note I love I do love the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Like uh, the the stuff of theirs, I love. I love. Well, let me but just there's say, a lot of stuff that is not. Just, I don't love. Let me just say, I I did listen to it, and it there is some bit of a similarity that I can I can recognize yeah. in the arrangement. No, I think I remember the, even the melody sounded. I can't. I could be wrong. I mean, maybe it is just the arrangement. I forget. But Can you and then I li- an arrangement. Well, yes and no, actually. But uh, let me just say though, the the song that Nikki, you're saying that they ripped off from an older blues song. I listened to those back to back, and there's enough of a difference to me. It's the this. It's more similar between the Bittersweet Symphony and their song than it hmm. is. The blues song and well, their song. Regardless, well, why should they be? They they worked out a thing where the the songwriter Bittersweet Symphony got no royalties. Yeah, it's and kind of messed the, up. You know, and Is Mick Jagger true? and Keith Richards I'm gonna were basically received, and and the well, state of did, Alan Klein were receiving hundred percent. He the, still gets performance royalties, though. You know, oh, that's something that you so. can't take away from somebody. You know, you get you still get money for when it's played because you performed on the song. You know? I don't know. I just think for them to, they have they so many songs that they license probably that they're making money off of. Why just, this is that guy's Could only hit. That's the Verve's only hit. Seriously. You know? Could you imagine being the guy from the Verve? His name is uh, whatever. Something uh, whatever. Richard or Richard something. Roland, I think. Oh, or no, Roland Stones. <laughs> anyway. No, Roland, that's imagine um, that guy? Tears for Fears. He, uh, you know, Rolling Stones are one of your, one of your, probably one of his favorite bands growing up. I don't know. Maybe. Could be. And then, and then. I would say he's more of a Beatles guy though. (laughs) (laughs) Say now he is. Yeah. Richard Ashcroft. Right. Uh, And then, so, you know, they're one of, they're your heroes or whatever, or to some degree, you look up to them in some way, at least for their success. Mm. And then you have this hit and then they completely screw you over out of like your opportunity to have one one hundredth of what they have you right. know i know they already were so rich at that point yeah, i mean it, it's just it it makes you it makes you dislike the rolling stones more I, again i'm i'm the judge but i'm just trying to point out the facts <laughs> well, well here's the thing though listen to those songs back in the back to back though no you, i'll listen to them after this yeah. you know you, yeah. you might change your mind a little bit because I think but, but is, I'm not going to change my mind about the, the right fact to not that have any right to his. To, no, to, I, I he probably not. Created probably something, not. right? He's still we're, okay. Regardless, he sample he wrote lyrics. The lyrics you know, are different. You know, rap artists or hip hop artists they yeah. sample stuff all the time. Yeah, they're they still getting some of the royalties from that. Yeah, they don't give all of the royalties yeah, away. True. They just you know, it's a percentage. Um, That's crazy. I mean, even and there's some hip hop songs where you're like. 
this wouldn't even be a song without the thing they're sampling. <laughs> yeah, like, like half of P. Diddy's songs in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, half of P. Diddy's yeah. songs are like Jay-Z's, uh, he, he sampled the Forever Young by Alphaville. Oh, like, sure, yeah. That, it's like he's not even doing anything. He's not doing anything with the song. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> the Alphaville it. portion of that song is the song. Is the best part of that it's song. It's the best yeah. part of the song. Now, and actually, it's funny you bring up Jay-Z. Well, because my intention was to, to like... Okay, supposedly, what? There's some kind of clash competition between the Beatles and the Stones. We would argue, most of us would argue, there's no competition. But I would argue there's no need to to speak in terms of competition because they're just two bands that came up around the same time, started out with a similar style, and then and then diverged. And my what what I what I think is that you know if you're a teenager in the late 60s early 70s you're bifurcated you know it's like the same thing as like disco <laughs> what? versus say that disco. word again i already use an sat word bifurcated <laughs> uh split you know there's two groups right um you're right. either you're either really you're like a cool guy with le- who wears a leather jacket and then you're a stones person or you know, you're a little more mainstream, a little more, uh, you know, well, whatever, accessible. I, I, I don't know, and and therefore you'd be a Beatles person. Now, well, um, you know, all pe- these decades they later, just we do see that with that the Beatles and Rolling Stones. They did it with Led Zeppelin versus the Who, actually, as well. That was a thing too. Oh, is oh, that so? It? Yeah, huh. yeah, I didn't know that. I don't know that. That For seems. My, I thought it was more like punk versus disco, or like. Oh, well, I that's. <laughs> Those seem well, very like drastically different, that's, you know. I can understand people yes. kind of, metal but even then, discount. why can't oh, yeah. you like both? You know, well, well, and I do. I, I like do. both too. Actually, yeah. I think that's what a lot of um, post-punk bands were recognizing. The they judge were, rules were, that both are okay to like. <laughs> both, no, yeah. I think a lot of post-punk bands were it's realizing. Okay like uh, no, we Abba. actually like both things, and I think, like for instance, Blondie, for instance, they came sure. out of that punk movement, but they were. I mean, Heart of Glass sounds like a disco song. I mean, it's a disco it, it song. Is a disco it is a disco, disco song. song. But yeah. well, that's and, the thing about they, Blondie. They had that. They're they were part of that punk zeitgeist, though. At the same time, and and the way they dressed also was not. It seemed punk too. Like the way bo- sure. the way um, uh, boy was Deborah that Debbie Harry, Harry a beauty, huh? The way oh, Deborah Harry dressed, is, I would say. You know her. If you look at her her outfits, <laughs> look at her like look at her jeans, for instance. They're tight. They're well, hold on. tight jeans. They're not. There's no bell bottoms in that. You band, don't need you know? to yell. Anyway, um, let's see if we can bring, bring bell bottoms up in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not. It's not just the way did. Debbie Harry was um, dressing. The whole band had a mod look, actually, Max. Um, no, I know, I know. I'm just saying. But you splitting hairs. We're splitting hairs. Well, no, they played at CBG. Yeah, their hairs know? They played, were, they played. were their their hair. They they had these mop tops actually, but. Um, kind of in the similar way that the Ramones sort of dressed, actually. Hmm. Speaking of punk. Well, they but had long hair. Anyway, we diverge. As the judge, I have to bring us back on yes, course. Back. Some of them did, actually. Um, so, <laughs> Nikon, you would say that there is no need for a contest. Why do you have to choose? But I will, I will bring up the point as I the judge. I take offense to it. I take offense to having to choose. Okay, but... It's not, yeah. What could happened to being say, the Beatles side? Now <laughs> you were just anyway. Um, for as a as a Beatles lover, I can say safely that the Beatles are my favorite band of all time. 
Um, can you not say that? Even though I, I can say I enjoy some Rolling Stones, you know, some Rolling Stones songs, but I can also say that, well, I guess, I guess the way to put it is maybe you shouldn't say objectively one band is better than the other, but rather I prefer this over this. Well, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I just think it's a construct of like, Back when we had to be, and you know, I, I would think that we're we should be continuing to strive to be less tribalistic. Sure. And that was just another way of like putting a label on yourself and being like, I'm a Stones guy or I'm a Beatles gal. Right. right. Well, I think part in the of same it is, way that your your friend had said. Part of, part yeah. of, part of it is and the, which, and which the is craziest part of that is that a generation down, my friend. Is he's like he just doesn't like the Beatles. He's he's, he's continuing that tradition, that <laughs> yeah. toxic tradition rather. The toxic tradition. Yeah. Well, I think part of it is, yeah, it is ridiculous. I mean, some some people's arguments though are when they create well, this competition is, yeah, the Rolling Stones they just got more of an edge to them. There's a raw sound to them. Yeah, it's all image. Well, it's hold an on, image. But, I, but I actually, well, anyway, go ahead. Uh, well, one can argue that maybe in their performance style, you know, it's it's like literal. It's literally as corporate as you can get. It's purely how they brand themselves. They're like, yeah, exactly. You're right. I must, it is. As oh the God. judge, I got to say, Nikon, you're supposed to be arguing for the Beatles here. <laughs> and you're not doing a good job of that. Well, because I mean, honestly, if I'm honest, it's because they, it's just the catalog speak for themselves. It's like, true. No, there's all no, of, like there's no comparison. Like no, it is. If we really want to get into it, there's there, no comparison. There all is there, oh, and, the and image. Actually, diversity. same. Wait, 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 you know what's Nikon, interesting what are you with, saying? with regards to image? Wait, no, my, even, hold on, even hold on. somebody like I just want to well, put we bring this to that, your point yeah. though is, you know, even Bob Dylan, who's supposed to be, you know, you know, this uh, folk guy, anti-establishment yeah, kind right. of salt of the earth, he. Uh, Joan Baez, I think, even once said he spent way more time in front of the mirror getting everything right than I did. Right? Isn't sure. that funny? He was that worried about funny. his image, just like everybody else. You know, sure, it's all about wanted, it's all about how you're presenting. And I think, I think that's okay. Wanted, I personally he, think that's he okay to be an, an enigma. You know, yeah. and so maybe you do have to put some work into that. But well, now that he I is think, an enigma, I think he truly lives that. Like, I don't think I've heard like you know that he's just like he's he's just gonna die on the road because he just doesn't want he's not interested in doing anything else but just like touring yeah but you know what he sold the rights to his songs recently speaking of corporate <laughs> capitalistic stuff you know no way, he yeah. sold the, the rights to his songs for hundreds rights. of millions of dollars yeah. the publishing and by the way i have nothing the publishing the publishing no i think it's all okay like and i think yeah, yeah. trying to create an image for the audience is okay that's part of it okay, i think sure. that's that's, that that's part, part of the theatricality of it all that's and again all i'm saying is the reason we have to chew is is because you have to like i'm either the edgy guy or i'm uh the poppier know, guy more uh, amenable well <laughs> I okay i think i order, think beatles order, do order have some edge court. a lot of edge too by the way order, order, okay yeah order so in the court beatles, the thing about the beatles is that they can do it all they they could they could have spent their entire the last five decades you know, you know some uh uh just doing the blues, right? Being a blues cover band. But they were like, okay, we're really good at that. But what if we were really good at trying some other crazy stuff out? Well, and they were really good at that. Nikon, like, I think that's the 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 best point to make is that they could do what the Rolling Stones do plus 
everything else. Like they they delved into psychedelic music. They obviously had pop hits. They had old Englishy type of style songs. I mean, they had the 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 genres they crossed in a in in less than a ten year span was was like nothing that had ever been seen before or has ever been seen since in that short amount of time. Absolutely. You know? And um, to that end, actually, not only are the Rolling Stones not better or as good as the Beatles, they're not better or as good as Led Zeppelin, who right. arguably are, you know, are classified as also being a, a blues cover band, right? Who, they're Rolling like, Stones? No, no, Led Zeppelin. Uh, Zeppelin. No, no, Zeppelin. Rolling Stones like, are not, you're saying the Rolling Stones are not as good as They're not as, as good as Zeppelin. Right. And again, uh, as someone who hates to have to like, <laughs> well, I think that's to be honest, I I don't I don't like to make that comparison. I guess yeah, the Rolling Stones continued on into the seventies, but I feel like um, Zeppelin is more part of that album-oriented rock that became big in the seventies. Longer, longer, much longer songs, you know, that were more epic sounding. I guess you know. Yeah. Um, yes, they all came but from was, the blues, you know, but. Yeah. Um, I could, one could make de- that where I think, I'm just saying, if we're going to compare ahead. bands, like, well, if you're going to compare bands, you can also bring the Rolling Stones to a gunfight, you know? <laughs> well, you could, you can say that about, you know, Max, lo- you're supposed to argue on the part of Rolling no, Stones. No, I know. I'm trying to argue. <laughs> Let me explain. Um, one might say Led Zeppelin wouldn't have existed without the Rolling Stones. You could argue that, you know, like sure. the, sure. the, the kind of uh, the performance style, if you ever watch any footage of Mick Jagger on stage, that just letting it all out, letting it be free and having that kind of ruckus kind of voice and just being able to, you know, be really just all out there on stage, you know, that was groundbreaking for a lot of people. Now, one could argue they were actually getting that from people like Little Richard, that you can say. And, oh, and James Brown. Yeah. And James Brown. Well, here's the thing. Here's here's a point that you could bring up, Nikon. Paul McCartney and John Lennon actually wrote the Rolling Stones' first hit. It, and Is that right? It's mm-hmm. the, their first song that that charted in the top ten in the UK. Well, is it top ten or something like we that? We just charted. It charted. Just... It was written by Lennon and McCartney, and so because they were friends with them, and they were like they wanted to help them out, but they gave them a song that they didn't think was good enough to be a hit for the Beatles. Right. So that's really kind of the, maybe a a really good point to make is that, oh, this song is good enough for you guys, but not good enough for us. (laughs) Um, But also... uh, So yes, that is my point, by the way, for the record. (laughs) Well, hold on. But but you know, the the Rolling Stones did it for some other. Look at their catalog... I, I know? so I was listening to uh, Mark Maron talk about oh, what's the song? Do you know Nikki? I uh, uh, it's um, I think it's um, it might be Boys or something or no 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 or, or something uh, like um, it's, uh, um, but I was listening to Mark Maron talk about Paul McCartney because he he had just interviewed him on on WTF oh and he was talking about how he said you know I was always more of a Stones guy <laughs> he said that and sure. he's like. I don't even know why he's like, there was just something more raw about them. And he's like, he said, but right now I can name way more Beatles songs off the top of my head than I can Rolling Stones songs. Um, 
And there are, for the record, way more Rolling Stone songs. They're just unremarkable. Un, un, for, uh, they're forgettable. By the way, the song is I Want to Be Your Man. Oh, yeah. I Want to Be Your Man. 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 Uh, anyway, it's, it's, it, it's a song that's that like would early, appear in the Beatles early catalog. Yeah. Early both bands. But, yes. um, I believe it's on but, Please Please Me. But which, Ringo uh, Starr you know, sings the song, I think, right? Oh. Which it was one of those songs that they gave for to Ringo to sing. No, no, I no. I want to be your lover, oh, baby. Were... I want to be your oh, man. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, that. right. That's right, Nikki. You're right. Uh, I want to be your man. Ba, 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 ba. I want to be your man. Ba, ba, ba. Oh, no. I'm sorry. That's on with the Beatles, actually. Sorry. Uh-huh. Um, but look, it's just... Um, by the way... The, the, but... it, it, I, I, I hate when people say... They don't like the Beatles because to me, it makes me think, oh, you just haven't listened to the Beatles or you yeah. might have just listened to one or right. two like songs by the Beatles. About, I want to hold your hand or something. And right. Like, and like, I like I, I want to hold your hand, but I can understand why somebody wouldn't like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. mind it, but it's like, okay, you've heard that a thousand times. Uh, it's not. It's never going to be the first Beatles song I put on if I'm going to start listening to the Beatles. Right. And so but, it, yeah. I remember it this, one, be, this one me. girl I used <laughs> I to like work it. with at when I worked at Cops Comedy Club, she said, "Name drop." Oh, I don't like the Beatles. They all <laughs> all their songs sound the same, and I'm like, for one out of any band you could say that about, it would not be the Beatles. You would say that about all their songs yeah. sound different. They're the they're one band that every song is a hit, basically. You know? Yeah. yeah. So and maybe and to that the, to that extent they sound the same, but they don't sound the yeah, same. Like. I, I was. I told her, "Why don't you listen to I Want to Hold Your Hand, and then listen to Let It Be? Like listen to oh, yeah. something from the end of their career or the the end of their run in the beginning. Tell me that you think those sound the same. You know, Nikki. Yeah. I just you know, for a judge, you're you're having a lot of opinion. Well, no, no, no. I wasn't. No, but I'm just saying I didn't get to argue my points as a Rolling Stones guy very much. Hold on, Max. Hold on a second. Maybe I don't have a whole I, lot of I points, I guess. But. Right, just now, I wasn't arguing against the Rolling Stones. I was arguing for the Beatles, uh, for people saying they don't like the Beatles. No, I know. I wasn't, I I'm was, just saying, um, let me just say, though, the, the, the Rolling Stones did explore other avenues. I mean, um, <laughs> you know, Painted Black is not a blues it tune. Somewhat Painted Black's a, not a blues tune. Uh, you know, that's a... Of course not. It's a great song. It's, it's a great a, song. It's an amazing song. She's a Rainbow is a great song. She's a Rainbow. That's also another great song. There are so many great songs. Um, but... And, 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 but um, yeah. Not as many. Uh, I, yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. you know, there you go. <laughs> Well, you know, there's, not did trying. you say, can't you hear me yeah, knocking? I mean, trying, I can't, I, I'm trying. This is the best I can do. Did you say, can't you hear me knocking? <laughs> can you hear me knocking? That's a great sign. I love, can't you hear me knocking? You, mean, you know, know when I play Sympathy, for the, sympathy for the Devil, can you hear me knocking? You know, I on Guitar Hero 2, that's one of my favorite things to play. Sure. Or what's what's the song that goes, Oh, and I miss you. And I miss you. And right, I miss you. That's right. a good song. Yeah. Now, it's been a good song. That's kind of more of a disco-y sounding song too. It's not a blues song. Well, they had. They have. They do have some disco songs. Now, um, here's the thing. <laughs> that's the, um, the very beginning part of "Under My Thumb." I really like that part of the song. But the oh, rest with of those it. xylophones. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's a whole song. I love that song. It's a great well, song. It's yeah. okay. Oh, well, what happens? It just gets repetitive. But you could argue. Yeah, I, also- I just think I, there's ex- this expectation when you first hear the intro of it. I'm like, oh, oh this God, is more this interesting. Is and then it goes into yeah. something more bluesy. And I'm like, okay. Now, I'm going to steer you guys in a, a little bit of a different direction. What about, you've talked about their catalogs, but sure. what about the yeah. actual performance that's what I'm talking of about. Each band. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, no. Here, here's here's what our, my argument for the Rolling Stones. If you look at performances of the Beatles, and it was magnetic. Do not get me wrong, but you know, you could argue. But look, you know. John Lennon. He's got his legs are kind of <laughs> spread apart a little bit, and he's kind of like this in this kind of awkward yeah, they position. They weren't rock stars. You know, like the Stones but are. Mick. Mick Jagger is kind of has got these. He does the chicken move thing or whatever, and <laughs> sure, he's got the sure. he's got all these moves. spectacle. Now, uh, to, spectacle. Ar- to argue for the Beatles on this is they're all playing instruments, whereas Mick Jagger is just singing. Yeah, yeah and their music speaks for itself. Whereas, whereas part of part of the enhancement of the Stones thing is the performance. Well, and I'm that, not saying they're. I'm not big, saying they have to, they're compensating for it, but it's like that is part of. The allure. Well, um, you could also say that's, this. That's part of it. The live. Yeah. You know, I would some, say, personally, and I, I, for a second here, I'm not going to be the judge. Um, I think that Paul McCartney and John Lennon are are way better singers than Mick Jagger. I mean, yeah, Paul McCartney especially that's has good. way more of a range actually than any of them. Now I know. Some people prefer John Lennon as a singer, and I'm not saying I prefer Paul McCartney to John Lennon, but I'm saying, uh, from a technical standpoint, Paul could range. do any style of music and sing it really well, actually. And and he, his range, his vocal range was really wide, you know, compared to any of the other Beatles and Mick Jagger. Here's a, here's a question: Was there any like? I mean, I. But I, that's part I, of what the appeal of Mick Jagger is like. Hey, I. I'm not refined. You he's know? doing. Right. He's saying. Yeah, he's I'm doing he's something rough. that anybody else could do. Wow, I can't believe we're already getting to that point. Okay. Oh wow, really? Um, was there was there like tension? I mean, I know there was tension between the bands, but was were they more friendly competitors? Or no, they were. I think they were friendly. I don't even know if they even considered that competition very much sure, when they right. were coming up. Well, certainly, the Beatles didn't. I, I think they certainly. <laughs> You know, at the at the premiere of All You Need Is Love, which was the first look, here's here's how you can look just to argue on behalf of Nikon, because I'm, I'm gonna do that anyway. Um look, there's a reason the Beatles were asked to have as the first universal um satellite broadcast satellite broadcast in the around, world, around the world, around the world, simultaneous broadcast. The band that they asked, the, the reason it was possible was because they said there's the Beatles agreed to make a song for it, actually. Um, that was the reason they decided to go through with it, actually. Not just that they were asked to be a part of it. But to the, take the Stones side, as a Stones fan, <laughs> that's part of the appeal of the Stones. It's like, all right, the Beatles are a bunch of sellout, very accessible. You know, your mom can listen to them. But like, this is dangerous stuff that not a lot of people uh, will find, uh, I don't know, relaxing. Okay. But to argue against that, though, the Beatles, in A Day in the Life, 
you know, they were scrutinized constantly about their drug use, about sure. some of their lyrics. Like they were scrutinized I, about it, but the Stones didn't have to be you That was the Stones didn't have to be scrutinized because it was out there. They yes, were but, like, this is who we are. You should be afraid of us. You should be worried that your kids are listening to us. But I should also well, mention I think, I think, in that in that satellite broadcast, which in the song they played on it was "All You Need Is Love." Mick Jagger is in Mick the Jagger is in the audience, sitting, sitting right there with them. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and, and again, he's that just, goes back to the image. And the, it's the first time they're premiering this song, and I'm sure everybody in the audience, Donovan is there too. They're all thinking, probably thinking, "Wow, this is." one of the greatest songs I've ever heard, probably, you know? There was, some, there was some live show documentary thing produced by the Stones, I think. It was like something circus, you know what I'm talking about? Right, 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 right. And, uh, uh, and I do remember the Beatles being on it, and I remember John being interviewed, and he was just like, and maybe I was too young to get the nuance of it, but he was like, it seemed like he was talking talking a bit of smack against uh michael he kept calling him michael instead of mick jagger he was like oh, no. which i found i was like oh man like are they like was there something weird going on there but i'm sure you know it was just like them being silly or him being silly well yeah um, that was actually I, I was listening to a, an interview with tom jones and uh he was on the same bill as the beatles and he had never met the Beatles before and he was rehearsing his song uh before the show at that night and he was getting like his tech down or whatever and John Lennon's watching him in the the seats and he says something really cheeky to him and Tom Jones is like really offended by it and then you know one of the uh like assistants or whatever had to come up to him and she's like oh no he's that means he likes you. He's just like being cheeky. He li- he's just, that's how, that's yeah. his humor actually, you know? Right. I mean, hey. It's his British humor. It's like, talk I'm about a, a voice. Tom Jones. Uh, well, Tom Jones is yeah. Welsh actually. Oh, he's Welsh. Yeah. All right. Well, I was way off. Well, he's British. He is British. No, Sorry. I don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Liverpool, uh, well, you know, Liverpoolians, yeah. I guess we're known for being, you know, a little bit rough around the edges maybe. That's you know? two episodes. Someone said, Probably, probably Max has said Liverpudlians too. So uh, let's try to keep that going. Too. <laughs> or well, you know, John, John Lennon was one to say things impulsively and sometimes not even mean it. Like if you watch interviews of him on the, Dick I wasn't Cabot saying show, that the Beatles are better than well, Jesus on, Christ. I was only saying yeah, we were right, more popular. Course, yeah. But yeah, anyway. if you watch him in yeah. in interviews on the Dick Cavett show in the early seventies, if you watch, he says stuff about Paul McCartney at the time, and then. In, in the later 70s, he does interviews where he refutes those things he said in those early 70s interviews. And probably there was just more animosity toward Paul at, in well, the early 70s. Well, there was tension going on. And there was more sure, tension going yeah. on. And he, you know, that the song How Do You Sleep, which is off the Imagine album, mm. you know, in the early 70s, it he might have been directing that more toward Paul at the time. But in the later 70s, he's interviewed about it. And he's like, well, I don't know. Maybe it was... Maybe I was talking about myself, you know, how do I, how do I sleep at night? <laughs> right. Well, this is actually, so, so my, my thought w- was that this would go into like music beefs in general. Sure. Um, the Smiths that, versus the Cure. That's a big well, one. Or just like, and then that's they actually, actually reminiscent, hated each other though. That's reminiscent of uh, when Eazy-E left NWA and he just, he just put out a lot of, like there's there just like a lot of like tracks. Sure. Like directly attacking each other. 
Um, oh, well, that's maybe a big that's, thing on rap. Rap is yeah, like, it is a thing. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's for a uh, maybe that's for a different episode um, because it is. I well, do find. Well, you could also say that you know in the Britpop scene too. Also, you Oasis know, Oasis versus, versus Blur versus Blur. Sure. That was a big thing. Um, uh, Neil Young. I was. I always uh, thought that. Did you guys know that Sweet Home Alabama was basically in in uh, in response to Neil Young's Southern Man? Really, oh, really. Yeah, and there's even a line in Sweet Home Alabama that's like uh, something about like tell Neil Young that like this Southern man. I, I got to look up the lyrics, but uh, God, um, I I the reason I think I do not like Sweet Home Alabama. I think a big reason is because it's so played, so overplayed, it's so overplayed, and I just uh, yeah, it's not it's not the fault of the band. It's just the or the ah, song sure, itself. It's not the it's fault just, of the band. But here's here's my final point as to why the you know, if I have to take that side, there are so many, you know, we all, they all sell out, whatever, like, but there are so many stone songs that have been used in commercials and all that kind of stuff. And I don't hold that against them, but I've heard them in so many commercials that I just hate the song. I just mm-hmm. can't stand the song. Like even satisfaction. Though, like, even, yeah. Like satisfaction. Like, even though like the first, I don't know, thousand times I heard it, I liked it. Um, Beatles have also been in commercials and all that kind of stuff. Not a single one of those songs makes me angry. <laughs> the same right. Way exactly. Uh, can I, I say something? I totally about, agree with you. Can I say yeah. something about that actually is for the longest time, the Beatles didn't allow their songs to be in commercials, but they never owned a lot of the rights to their songs. And so Michael when Michael Jackson, when Michael Jackson right. took over that, he started putting them in. in Michael Jackson uh, owned the rights to the so Beatles So I think part of it is, a while. Uh, it wasn't yeah. as, they didn't saturate the commercials as much because I think for a long time, I still think that there's a thing on that, no, uh, even Max, with regards not, to. Max, Max, as far, as long as we've been alive, uh, yeah, Beatles songs true. were used. In, in commercials. Yeah, but I, I will say this though. Yeah, getting um, better, I guess, we, you know. All right. So let's let's begin with final thoughts. Um when we go around, uh who wants to start it off? I'll start it off. And again, I should start I should start off by saying I, I I'm annoyed by having to choose at all. But if I have to choose, it, it's there's no question. Um, the catalogs <laughs> speak for themselves. I think any, any, anybody who like c- would claim to be more of a stones person, the Beatles person is, is kind of being duped by the whole image thing. Just the marketing of it all. Like, yeah, I'm edgy. So I'm, I like the stones, whatever you can like both bands, but if, but if you have taste and you have to choose, um, the, st- <laughs> the Beatles are better. They can do they can do what the Stones do, and they can do a thousand other things. And I do think I do think there is something to like if you hear satisfaction as many times as I've heard it, you just don't you don't ever want to hear it again. Right. And I don't feel the same way about Come Together or any of those other Beatles songs that hey are just Jude like, or maybe yeah. because there's um because there's more, ver- maybe you can, maybe you don't, you don't listen to those all on repeat. You listen, there's a lot more variety well, for no, to choose from, maybe. I've certainly you, heard, maybe, I don't know. I feel like Come Together can get played out a lot, but sure. I still don't get tired of it. Anyway, Max, your final yeah. point. Well, I mean, is my final thought supposed to be in argument of the Rolling Stones? <laughs> I mean, 
You can do the same caveat that I did. I did a bit of a caveat. So. Yeah, why don't you say... Okay, here's the thing. Make, my the final... best, the, make the best argument, but then... Okay, here's, here, here it is. Caveat. Here okay. it is. Look, I think people that say they're Rolling Stones fans, I think what they mean by that is um, there is a... I, I think those people have bought into the the image that has been projected out there to them of what the Rolling Stones are. And they're down with that. <laughs> they're down with, <laughs> they're down with this raw edgy style that speaks to them for some reason. And, and regardless of their, the actual music out there that of their, the actual catalog, I think they, maybe they're aware of what they bought into, but that whatever they're buying into that speaks to something personal about them anyway, because it all is, all of it's corporate anyway, right? So if if I'm gonna choose a style that I that speaks to me the most, it's that one, I guess. That makes sense. But but your caveat is that you would obviously pick the Beatles. Look, <laughs> I am uh, trying to be a devil's advocate here. Uh, I'm having sympathy for the devil here, as it were. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we got to end on that. But the, well, I got uh, my thoughts. Nah. Look, I always even just you know they are they have that um, that saying the greatest the greatest rock and roll band of all time, right? Um, and that was that's not pe- something people said. That's something that was introduced when they were going on stage during a, a 1969 tour that they had. That you know, I think one of their managers or somebody that was part of their team made up. You know. It wasn't like yeah. something that that is they bestowed that upon themselves, basically, you know. Um, so, you know, that's also something that people buy into is like, oh, they're the greatest rock and roll band of all time. No, that's something that they bestowed upon themselves as being the greatest of all time. You know, look, this here's what I got to say. And, but it's all corporate. Anyway, and but. you both have great points. <laughs> but look, I'm going to pick the Beatles, too, obviously, um, as the judge. Now. <laughs> I have a friend I have a friend who has said who loves both bands and he's like objectively obviously the Beatles are a better band he says but he's like but I just that raw edgy sound of the Rolling Stones speaks more to me and but I would argue against what what I would argue against that is okay what about something like Helter Skelter I mean the way Paul sings on that is so raw and, and edgy. Yeah, but there is something I, I here's I'm gonna argue against that it's actually. Limited. It's and limited. I, there is something that there is a sort of affectation that Paul is putting on that seems that doesn't seem affect- quite as not an affectation like, what, what Mick Jagger is putting on. Yes there and is and honestly mm, well, sure, there is sure, but it seems like, a little bit a more genuine fan, because because I am a Stones fan. As a Stones fan there is something different about there there being one song on an entire album that's edgy and versus like there's a few down. songs on that I'm other edgy. Well, okay, sure. I mean, you know, you Revolution know is kind of edgy, you know. Uh, Revolution yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Well, here's oh, the thing: God. you can you can argue actually. There's a lot of edgy Beatles tunes too. I mean, look, even just the way uh, she's so heavy. You no, know, regardless, even the the song itself. Listen to John Lennon on "Twist and Shout." 
there's something really edgy about the way he's singing. He's like screaming his vocals. Actually, he had a he had a bad cold or something. But it's not just, just the vocals; it's the dirtiness of the guitar. It is dirt. It is dirty right. sounding. As you listen to Anna too, Anna go to him. There's like they're kind of <laughs> out of tune. They're out of tune, kind of even too. And it's it's like it, that's so. I feel okay. like the Beatles made it okay in a but way. To be here's like, the oh, ultimate argument. We're a little out of tune. That's okay. Here's, here's the ultimate argument. <laughs> Research size just now. Three of the four members of the Beatles and once the four, the fourth member all wrote songs and all of them wrote hit songs. Um, only two of the guys in the Rolling Stones wrote songs and it was usually one of them wrote the melodies and one of them wrote the lyrics, you know? Um, that's a, and, that's a thing. That's a thing so to note. The I'm power gonna... of four is greater sure. than the power of That is a good two. point. Well, good okay, point. but to your point though, Nikon. But I'm not yes. going to hold it against them. That, yeah. you know, however you make however you make your hits, that's sure. you know, yeah. That's true. That's there is shit. a there is a kind of dirty it, quality to the stuff. To the the majority of their stuff as opposed to uh, so I guess that's when when people think of uh well, I kind of relate to that more. That's what makes it seemingly more genuine that, in a way. That, you know, here's here's not... something for me. This is just for me. It's 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 harder for me to pick between. I mean, oh, no, it's very easy for me to pick the Beatles over the Stones. But like, I don't <laughs> like having to do it. But if you ask me who's better, the Stones or Zeppelin, I don't even have to hesitate to tell you that Zeppelin is better. I don't know. That's just a thought I had. I don't know. Oh, if that's, that's interesting. What about what about? Wait, can I ask you this? I can say that real quick. What about the Kinks versus the Rolling Stones? I would, I have Kink. no hesitation you know, to say the Kinks. the Kinks. I would pick yeah, the and they Kinks. have a more varied catalog too. Yeah, but they I also they also have a dirty quality to them in the beginning too. They're that, more punk rock yeah. actually. They're dirty, they but they sound. I hate to say it, but it sounds even still. I don't know. Maybe that's just a preference, but like. Let's just say I there's he's many a, song. There's many bands better than the Stones, and we can't really think of many that are better wait, than the Beatles. Can I ask you this real quick, yeah. Nikon? Would you consider the Beatles your favorite band, or do you? Can you no. say? Can you? Oh, I you wouldn't, wouldn't consider them my favorite. I don't like. I don't like doing favorites. Okay, the, the um, top okay. top five material. Top five material. Top five material. I can easily say that. But like, you know, favorite. Could you is, pick so between Zeppelin? It depends Zeppelin on and... my mood, and so much of it depends on, like, you know, on the era. Like at this point, you know, my favorite bands are contemporary, for as opposed to like, or my oh, my favorite band right now is the Mars Volta, and they're like, oh wow, okay, that's like a completely. That's I mean, they've been around like, for a while now. Been around. It's a completely different like conversation altogether. I mean, that's prog rock, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, which is why I don't, again, I don't like, I I love the Beatles and I I don't, I'm glad I don't have to pick them over the Mars Volta because I don't know what I would do. Sure. Um, Oh, that's interesting. Oh, by the way, she's so heavy. That that's a dirty song right there. It (laughs) is, but it's like, well, part of it, it's like a little, Part of it, okay. Though, so there's some dirtiness over here and there, but the Stones, it's like at least for for the good albums, it's like all the way through. Sure. It's in, well, it's part in of the that, way it's recorded, and it's it, it is it is a per- again though. that is a again speaking of like image, that is a choice they made in their recording engineering style. They they purposely made it. It wasn't like something necessarily inherent. It was. They were like, no, we want it to be like this this kind of quality sound, I guess. Because this is the thing that we're trying to create. Right. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that is an inherent preference of theirs. You could yeah, also exactly. say it's the Rolling drier, Stones you know. were always doing 
things after the Beatles, they were kind of copying them sometimes, like with the album covers, for example, that album cover that kind of looks very similar to the cover of Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Um, sure, or, yeah, the uh, the flowery one. Um, what, what, what's that called? What's that one called? That's, uh, I don't know. I'm so bad with the names. So let me look it up. But as we're doing that, um, maybe we should... Uh, yeah, we should. Sorry, we, this is, well, this there is also, gone on way too long. <laughs> well, if you look at Satanic's... Uh, satanic, uh, his Satanic Majesties. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's very clearly inspired by... That's what it is. Their Satanic Majesty's Request. That's that's, that's the one with is. the flowers. That's, that's the flowers? one with um, that. Yeah, exactly. That. Well, that looks image like is very. It, it has this quality that they're looking for. They're sitting on this. It's yeah. It's inspired clearly by. Um, See, like uh, by the late '80s, they're just like they're doing an entire album, and maybe one song is memorable off the entire album. Of it's interesting songs. you say that because. Billy Joel, hey, but they're con- at, Billy Joel actually stopped recording new material in in 1993. He said, "I am no longer capable of writing the pop hits that I was once able to do." And See, he said, "I wish more artists my age would recognize that because it would just make people a lot happier at their concerts." It's like, so oh, true. I don't have to hear a new song of yours. I don't have I'm to just going to hear this. this. Yeah, um, and. That's true. Anyway, I think we've gone on long enough w- with with this topic. We could, I could talk about the Beatles forever, but we're not here to let, do that today. We're yeah. here to say, hey, you can like both bands. Thank you. You don't have to pick either. You band, don't have man. to pick either. But That's if you had I'm to saying. pick, <laughs> the Beatles are probably better. Okay, <laughs> they probably. Um, but hey, the choice is yours and yours alone. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max, Nikki, and Nikon. Tune in next time.